Yes, 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 yes. And we're back we here back. at Stone the Sexy Sporty Podcast, here. man. Co-create studios, man. We're here, you know what I'm saying, tapping in. It's your boy Ludi smoking with me. It's always a movie because I roll the best doobies. Yes, you understand sir. me? <laughs> I got my guests in my hair. I got my guests. <laughs> I got my co-hosts over there. You know what I'm saying? I know what it is. Shar. Shar the star. You dig? <laughs> Jay from the Bay chopping it up with you from L.A. You understand me? It's Lainey. Where's who? Where's Christopher? That's a good one. We gotta change it every time. Stone. Stone. I like we that. We are stone. That's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, that, it's that drink y'all had. Nothing here is a fuck up. Did y'all yeah. drink the juice? Yeah, Chef Matt 2.0, man. Shout out to him, man. That that drink is definitely the, the weed lean. <laughs> I'm, I'm floating, man. But enough about me. We got special guests here today. We got Bonnie and Clyde here with us today. Welcome. Welcome to the Stone and Sexy Podcast. We appreciate y'all pulling up. Um, yeah, so just give the people, our viewers, the people that may not know, you know, a little intro on who you guys are and what you guys do and so uh, we're Bonnie X Clyde. Bonnie. If you want to search it, you can Bonnie. say Bonnie and Clyde. Some people say BXC. Uh, we've been yeah. on a pursuit of musical greatness for the last eight years together Aww. since yeah. we graduated from uh, college, right? Yeah, but we've known each other since high school. We went wow. to high school together. We're actually, he was DJing in high school and I was bringing the ladies and we were throwing mm. twerk parties oh in high God. school. Great combo. Great combo. When I was like 15 though, like I was running out nightclubs yeah. and I would DJ the party and we, they'd, all the BPM would be 96 BPM. So it'd all be like twerk music. No, and right. grind you look exactly like, so yeah. like, you just look like you were doing that. Yeah. yeah. Damn. You know, when you had like the, uh, Where the, the fuck was khaki pants, the khaki Washington pants. Washington DC area. Oh, DC. twerk parties, man. Yeah, you should have been there. We we are, we're too. actually from Northern Virginia, though, um, like 30 minutes outside D.C. Nice. But we started in high school throwing twerk parties and didn't know later in life we would come together after college and start a dance music project, which is yeah. what we've been doing now. Like, we were just friends in high school. Same friend group, lunch table, shooting the shit, that kind of thing. Aww. And then... Actually, our first, you want to tell them our first collab? First collab? In tell them about the first collab. So in high school, yeah. on Fridays, we would go to our locker bay together, and it was just something we... You and I did, Which and we weird. never knew we were gonna be in a music project later. But on Fridays, we get the whole locker bay to say, "It's Friday, let's get fucked up." It's Friday, let's get fucked up, and the whole bay would pop off. Like it. That's it's like seven hundred people in our grade. Maybe you get a hundred people going, and the whole oh, thing. Oh, wow. I can't wow. imagine. And then we would put throw parties together in a way. What year did y'all graduate? Uh, 15. High school, 11, but yeah. Oh, yeah. I college, forgot. 15. Okay. Oh, I forget. Yeah. It's yeah. Friday. Let's get fucked up. It's Friday. Let's get fucked up. It's Wednesday. Let's get fucked up. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, right? I forgot. I was going to say it's Wednesday. Let's get fucked up. In around like 2010, though, is when like I really was put on like cushion orange juice and stuff so. bro you were a part of our like existence in high school so hard yeah, you have no so idea it's so like heavy. it's like us. your energy came out to us and then we put it out to the world yeah. like because you're a part of our inputs of our existence right, right. your yeah. music and then we put it out to the world and then your energy through us brought you back to us <laughs> yeah. bro yeah. 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 
full yeah, circle cool moment. Yeah, yeah, universal, yeah. bro. That's cool as hell. Divine. Yeah, it's so awesome how it happens. Happen. It's kind of yeah. part of like, all of our. You be making that shit happen. Yeah. You be knowing it's gonna happen. You be yeah, like, bro, yeah. I'm gonna smoke with that fool one day, man. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, you definitely be like. I definitely had that thought when I was coming up. Like, man, it's cool. I'm gonna smoke with that dude. No, we're from Pittsburgh, so like we would see him at like Club Zoo. Yeah, that's all we had. One, concerts and stuff, and then. Here we are on a on a podcast. No, together. for real. Yeah, bro. It is. Really so real. thank you. Yeah, yeah. Because this is like the 16-year-olds inside of us right now <laughs> are screaming. Yeah, we, we definitely <laughs> thought that. I, I, I give it up to the internet, man. Like, I think, like, the, the power of the internet and, like you guys said, y'all were, you know, doing these things organically and you kind of had your own vision and were able to put it out there and project it and make your world somewhere real to live in. And um, I think that's what we all have in common in this room Mm -hmm. is we just made a world in our head and start living in that shit. We all exist in each other's world somewhere. It's just, you know, how we ended up meeting. So I think it's super cool. And the the Internet, you know, being a content creator, smoking weed. Mm -hmm. um, You know, I think a lot of that has, you know, brought uh, some really good people together. Yeah. 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 That's the hell it is. So are you guys like, Friends, or you guys so I've been in one of those when what? I graduated or I guess I'll run it back to before I graduated college I was visiting Miami and it was when I first started going to like a rave music festival and he was going to University of Miami and DJing at the time and totally different DJ duo and I ran into him and he brought me up to his dorm room and that was like the first moment I had saw the decks mm-hmm. and he introduced me to Ableton for she a moment. She wasn't here for that. She wasn't here for that at that point. <laughs> but <laughs> then uh, when I went back to college, I had my, my last year, my senior year left and my entire senior year, every single day he taught me how to use Ableton. Because I've been a singer my whole life since I was. She like, forgot to young. mention that was the part when our romantic relationship began. Right. Oh, so like, like, yeah. 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 You're doing yeah. 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 How is that when it started? Definitely. Yeah. For him. For him. For him. I want to be as transparent <laughs> as possible. <laughs> no, we didn't start dating until way after. <laughs> I mean, I don't think there was ever actually like a date where it was like this. Yeah, is, it was just day. just happened. Life flowed and we went. But my entire senior year, he was teaching me Ableton, and I had been a singer. And learned in college uh, logic, but I'd never known about Ableton. And as soon as I graduated college, that day of my graduation, we wrote the whole plan of us being Bonnie and Clyde. Wow. And as soon as I graduated, I packed my car. I think I went home and said bye, and then I moved to Miami. And we were living like $500 a month in South Miami in some yeah, like, like not right part of town with a bunch of other like broke college students that couldn't afford to live on the right side of the school. (laughs) Sounds about right. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we just grinded it out week after week. We had one residency making $500 a week and it enabled us to eat and smoke and live. And we just... And that led us to our first manager who put us on our first festival and like first tour around Florida. We were in Florida for three years. Yeah, three years. Yeah. And uh, until it was time, we were like, okay, like we've pretty much exhausted like our time in Miami and our manager was like, all right, let's move to Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> there was also just an upward trend in the music and the touring trajectory. So we moved there. And as we were moving there, an agent came on board. And it just all was, like I said, it all like meant to be. We moved on January 1st, or we started driving b- December 28th or 6th or whatever amount of days it takes to get across. Mm-hmm. To like play our first big festival yeah. ever in California. 
uh, and we even stopped like on the way to moving to LA to play that festival on New Year's Eve, the day right before we moved to LA. But then fast forward to n- three years ago, so me and her were together for like six years. To answer your question, we were together <laughs> for six, yeah. six seven years, <laughs> and now we haven't been together for two to three years, and she's had a boyfriend, I've had a girlfriend, broken up, not yeah. broken yeah. up. Yeah. Like, How did yeah. this work? Everything we was talking yes. about. Yes. Like, so you guys are obviously very close together. Yeah. So with dating, was that ever like an issue with your partners? Like, oh, you guys are... <laughs> she's like, yeah. So but is it like... Okay. <laughs> so like before fault. we ever dated, <laughs> I think a huge reason we were able to make it work after is because we were friends first. Uh-huh. And I for ten years. Yeah. To yeah. be completely no, honest, it was hard for me to see him as anything more than a friend for a bit, like because I had been so close friends with him. I even dated his best friend in high school. Try to friend zone me. Try. Yeah. No, we ended up touring so much, and we were like so close together that it just happened that we started dating, and and we really grew up together i would say i don't know better use of the term but like it was kind of situationshipy because we were together so much but we My did heart. just love each other so <laughs> much just kidding, oh we're good. <laughs> no but then um when we started breaking up we kind of realized that like as in our personal lives we kind of just saw life differently but mm. like for business wise we were so good together and it's very mature so when we <laughs> broke up it did it was hard at first yeah, for sure like, like obviously the feelings yeah it came out in the form of an album when y'all wrote y'all's agreement did was there <laughs> was there a breakup clause in there like, there was a, a, a verbal agreement between me and her that said no matter what we go through we're and we're in this mm. we're in it so well we also uh, I can speak for myself, I guess. Okay. But uh, <laughs> I <guess. laughs> well, I believe uh, we what we're doing here is so much bigger than us. Yeah, and we've created such a amazing fan base and community around us. And I think before we ever dated, just as individuals, we've both been driven into music. And I, my whole life, I've only saw myself in music. He's only ever saw himself as a DJ, and it kind of came together. It was like a magical thing that we started this project. And when we broke up, there were so many moments where I was like, "Oh no, I don't know if I could like be around him." Mm. And then we kind of broke up when our our first song was really hitting, mm. and oh. COVID hit. Yeah. What was the title of that song, Paige? Love is <laughs> Love is killing me. Oh, oh. wow. Oh. wow. And, uh, yeah, so kind of like COVID almost saved us mm-hmm. because it al- gave us the time to have space from each other to realize that what we were doing was was bigger than I mean, us. He's, he, this was, that was a tough time. He's over here thinking uh, about those days, yeah. like right now. Well, that was just that was just a lull in my overall energy arc of my life. You know, mm. we're we're constantly ascending, but the arc it's a wave, it's an oscillation yeah. up and down. So sometimes you're on the down, but you got to appreciate that so you know how. Yes. Good the highs feel, you know? So Being when you get into it, a new yeah. relationship, do you have to tell them, like, hey, like, this is what it is? Like, I'm just trying to see what that conversation <sighs> yes. is like. Yeah. I know there's yeah. so much. <laughs> <laughs> and do you have to, like, like, make the woman feel comfortable? Like, how does, like, that work? Uh, my my like, love yeah. relationships are very complex. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, yeah. I'm in love right now. Aww. I have a love in my life, and I love her very much. So that's it feels good for me. And, and like, cool. I don't get to lose the... The chase either, so that's good for me too. So it's all for me. And I feel good. So did she have to get over like? There was no getting over it. She she knew what she signed up for. Okay. And then, like, oh, wow. okay. You know, people generally when I meet people, they kind of already know. It seems to be right. they already know. Yeah. Yeah. Because I meet a lot of like this one that I met her 
in Salt Lake City. Like we were out touring as DJs compared to maybe uh, rap artists. You guys tour touring schedules a little. I mean, it's as much or as less as you want to do, right? Um, depends on like your hard ticket strategy. But for DJs, we can do Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and the you know I just meet people as we're around. And mm. I met her in Salt Lake City in a place where I actually was doing 360 days of sobriety. I just finished in September. Congrats. Just, Congrats. just thank you. Just yeah. for like to see who I am sober. How does that affect my productivity, creativity, inspiration, everything. Mm. And we could talk about that, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about love right now. <laughs> um, but I met her in a place, <laughs> I, I met her in a place where I was the rawest, most authentic version of me. And I was projecting the most rawest. Raw is a good word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> rawest and most authentic. So I, I attracted energy that was most aligned with my, I call it now oneness, the closest to my one as oh. you can be. So if we want to dive in ball. a little bit more, <laughs> yes we do. Yes we do. Uh, you know what we <laughs> have to. I am pretty monogamous, mm. and he's not. Mm. And so that was a huge mm. reason we actually like weren't really compatible in that sense, well, yeah, which that is like sense. totally yeah, I respect what he does, I, what I do. Yeah. But um, but yeah. Well, when when you describe when you say monogamous and not yeah. monogamous, like yeah. go into like what that is. So I like great question. I <laughs> like to be with someone that only is with me, and right. um, I'm pretty strong on that. Like I've actually come from a interestingly dysfunctional family where my mom actually cheated on my dad when I was very young. So for me, growing up, like that was something that was very important for me. Yeah, and I have full respect for everyone and what they want to do in their own lives. I just, um, yeah, Preference. it's just been big yeah. for me. Yeah. And um, when I kind of saw that. When we were together for a certain period of time, I saw that he, like, he even asked me, if you don't mind me mentioning, but there were a couple <laughs> times, like, he asked me, are you cool with me bringing this girl in on our thing? And once that happened multiple times, I was like, all right, like, Wrap it uh, if I'm not enough for <laughs> you, <laughs> I, I'm going to have to, you know, move on. Mm -hmm. But um, I respect that he lives the way he lives, and that's what makes him, makes him happy. So, uh, so yeah. wait. Let's backtrack a little bit. <laughs> yeah, There's a lot to unpack. She touched on a lot. She did. That I think is cool to talk about. Yes. Because when you say monogamy and not monogamy, and then yeah. you say that there were situations where he brought dips in and then you <laughs> didn't want dips, dips. anymore <laughs> so no, ever dips. ever no, it never oh, happened never oh it never happened never it was you know hey are you open to this it, she it never got to the point where yeah. there was any any action no no not until we broke up yeah was oh it? so just the question just yes. the question made me realize okay like he's i'm not guy. enough for him like but that. also i got a question oh, yeah yeah for somebody that you love, is that something that you're down with doing? No. You're asking me, like, for someone that I love, is it okay? Like, you're saying, am I okay with them? With bringing another girl, if you love the person? No. Okay. No. That's why she Absolutely said, not. hell no. No, that's, no. That's, <laughs> that's compromising your belief. That's, that yeah. No, that's yeah. just, uh, yeah, I just want to be. And I respect I, that. My one person. I mean, when you asked the question, was it amicable? You know, like, were you guys able to actually talk about it, or was it really high in emotions? Like, uh, we were—I would say—a lot of our relationship when we were together, we were so young that we were just like still finding ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think we didn't really know how to communicate about it. It was more of a for me just realizing, oh, I don't know if he's really happy in this, and maybe that us being together was more situationship and less like we're really choosing each other in this. 
So I think I there were say. three years there. If I were to say we were dating six, seven years, three years was like real unified. We're on the same wave, same mm -hmm. plane. We're feeling this high of coming up, going from where we were to where we are. And that's exciting. Right. Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden you start looking around and you're like, like, this is this because everything else feels good. Everyone's hype. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So then you start looking at each other and you're like, yo, does this feel good? Do you do you feel good right now? Is that and something that you have to have, though? Multiple chicks? Um, I think that the biggest thing that I enjoy is the chase. So for me, I found <laughs> exactly that thrill. Mm -hmm. I'm all about the thrill. I'm a big um, gambler, but I don't want to we can talk about that. We but got one right here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the chase. So like, I found someone that I love that I'm aligned with that's comfortable. I can literally be exactly who I am and still chase with. And it's a yeah. beautiful thing, and she feels good doing that. And it's not something she's doing because she feels forced to do it. It's just naturally like a part of who she is, which is why my energy is gravitating her, and I'm deciding you're for me. Mm -hmm. Simple. Cool. Yeah. Well, with, with you, do you have to like tell the men that you're dating? Like, how? Because I feel like women are a little bit more open. They can be like whatever, but like men, when it comes to you being around your ex, they do not like that <laughs> so you know it's interesting i just came out well like five months ago i came out of a relationship that i swore was like the most adult like love of my life type of relationship five minutes ago and huh what's interesting is our first year together i we were in such a, a high of like this like lust feeling that and I just he was a golfer and very um, on the path to the PGA or trying oh, to get the PGA. And so for me, like I saw that he was traveling a lot and I always travel a lot with touring. So I was like, this is great. Like we both understand like the busy lifestyle and him being so different from Daniel. Polar it, opposites. It, oh, my complete opposites. <laughs> yeah, that like in my eyes and even like the way he spoke to me about us he was never in a way that i felt he was insecure about mm -hmm. me working mm -hmm. with my that's ex important. yeah, yeah that's until after oh, the first year until. he kind of had like a switch up on me Ooh, where like it went from was this crazy. like i felt like he was in love and totally about it to like he became avoidant mm. and mm. like totally changed in my eyes where then i started to realize hmm maybe he wasn't fully honest with me about how, how, how he, he felt, felt yeah. or and it wasn't even just with Daniel, it was like with other things where he was not really living up to who I thought he was. And so disappointing. Uh, giving so a I mask. had to break up with him. <laughs> so disappointing. Sometimes people be wearing masks, like they yes. try to yeah. please you for a long, like they can make it last for a long time and they, you're always gonna show your true colors eventually. Exactly, but. I don't know if you've ever heard of the term love bomb. Yes. Oh, I believe Ooh. in it now. <laughs> yes. That was a long bomb. No, it was a long bomb. That's such a thing slow bomb. No, but he would communicate Kamikaze. like forever. <laughs> like we had like, we started dating on the eighth. We had like an infinity symbol was our oh, thing. And then all of a sudden I was like, I was totally not prioritized. And, but it also came down to he hadn't made it for himself in his career yet. Yeah, yeah and, and like a jealousy factor too to mm -hmm. it. Like, Envy. oh, you're doing your thing, and I'm still kind of yeah. And I feel like for me, I still like don't believe I've really. I don't know if I ever will feel like I've truly made it. I mean, maybe if I have like a Grammy and that stuff. But I'm pretty established in what I do and like Girl, feel good about it. Streams. So I think maybe he felt that. You're a legend, Paige. Yeah. You're a freaking legend. Thanks. But so talented. Who, I'll never know what happened with him, really, but. Who cares? Good riddance. <laughs> good riddance. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> You're done. But, yeah. but yeah. You're done.
right, we're going to dive into a few things here. Uh, what we got here? Worst double standard between men and women. Does anyone have, like, something that's, like, top of their, you know, head? That's just one of those things, worst double standard, men and women? That you oh, just you know what? Um, body count. I think body mm. count is such a crazy topic for people that, like... Why are we even m- asking? Right? First of all, you're <laughs> grown as fuck. Why are you even asking me that? Because there's really just no, like... No answer is, like, a bad answer. And then an answer is, like, also a bad answer. Unless there's it's, like, no under, yeah, under there is three, no good answer. you know? It's definitely not a good answer. Um, <laughs> if you're a woman, there's no good answer. There, yeah. If you're a woman, Even there's no good answer. You say, oh, I've had... I'm, like, I'm oh, looking at you crazy. Wild. Saying, yeah. You know, I just would rather not know. Like, it's just... It's just ignorance. One of those ignorance is bliss what, what do y'all feel? I... I feel like it depends because like, if your body count is like outrageous, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope you don't say it. Maybe, but um, no. I mean, I really don't think it matters. Like, do people really talk about that stuff nowadays? Like, like a man really like I was dating somebody, and not dating somebody. I went on a date, and <laughs> he just casually just says, "Yeah, like probably like over a hundred. I don't really know." And I was just looking yeah. at him like. What what compelled you to do that? He said, I, I really did this for sport. Oh. Like like women were a sport. And that like him and his frat brothers would like have like notes and a list and it was just like, Yeah, whoever had the most was the like was the man. Like you're a man for that. And I was just like looking at him like this is simply not going to work out. This is <laughs> that's, that's where like the ask. double standard came in. I was just like, This you've been ran through community dick. Like this Sheesh. is Damn. crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Is fifteen dollars enough for a salad? Where is this coming? <laughs> Who asked? <laughs> I think it is. Although salads have gotten very so, so you guys <laughs> tour a lot, right? Yes. Um, yeah. y'all tour together? Yes, yes, we do. Um, do we sleep in the same room? No. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just wanna, playing. I'm just like. I don't want to ask that. Um, how how is how are the like so? Being a woman on tour, yeah, you're dating, mm-hmm. you're doing your thing, yeah. Are you're taking, you know, you're meeting guys at the. Is he supporting that or is he cock blocking? <laughs> so here's the thing about raves for me. Because I've been to raves before, yeah. and it's like easy to. You know, like hook up that right. <laughs> oh, so for men, I feel. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like when it comes to raves, there are a ton of beautiful women. Where I mean, like this is not to. I don't want to like. I mean, I. They're my people, so like. But for me, I'm just not into like the raver type man. Mm-hmm. And Damn. I know. She's already in that no, world constantly. So I know. Just said I know. This is crazy. <laughs> I know it's wild because. Uh, my entire life, I've been, like, the heaviest weed smoker. Like, I've been a smoker. But I recently turned to a more sober life because, like, when I was ending my last relationship, I felt that I was smoking so much, it was almost numbing the pain, mm-hmm. and I wasn't able to get through it. And as soon as I got sober, I, like, really healed up. And I've been, like, just, like, this changed person. 
Although I did say that, like, today, if you pass me a joint, <laughs> I would smoke. Because <laughs> you, you got to smoke with Kale. They're so cute. But that I do so want to smoke with you. <laughs> no, but um, that was something, like, childhood I got page. You, I get you high. Childhood <laughs> page is like, I got to smoke with you. It's worth it for the I one class. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, Mr. Party Animal over here, Mr. Three, girl, Mr. Three <laughs> Girls know. Every Night. <laughs> I wouldn't you say every night. Full, you live in that full rave life. Um, I wouldn't call that a rave life. I just live the life that feels best for me and just trying to maintain respect and open communication within the energy field that is around me. So like to answer your question, like it's not about the rave thing or the not the rave thing. It's more just about what feels good for, uh, I guess you could say the Daniel thing. See, I, I'm cool like with the Daniel thing, but you gotta explain that shit, yo. Oh, you want you want to explain like the culture of rave? codes, bro. Like, oh, sorry. Yeah, nah, you gotta explain that shit because there's a lot of people who who want to hear like how you think yeah. and okay. what that consists of. Yes. And so it sounds cool as fuck, like you know what I mean. Yeah. But it's hard to understand. It's not difficult to understand because I'm a player. Okay, but got there's it. a lot of people but, out yeah. there who ain't players, so, so you let gotta me break that shit down. Okay. So what's the question yeah. again? Let me let me make the answer super simple. Um, uh, shit. There I wasn't really read. even a question. No. <laughs> it's just like, tell Explain us. Explain your life at shows. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. okay, so my perspective from shows is that as a DJ, I have to be very, like, I related to what you were talking about when I was listening before, a very standoffish, like, not getting laid on the first night thing because, like, there's a lot of stigmas associated with male DJs there taking advantage of women. And I have to deal with the stigma of that at all times. Mm -hmm. So when I'm communicating and handling women, I literally am sitting so far back with my energy like that. And yeah. that's what they're doing. But, mm -hmm. like, that's not the point. The point is that, like, I'm maintaining a place where it's, like, I'm respect. It's before anything's engaged, even me physically touching them in any way. Like, mm -hmm. I'm communicating, like, my, where I'm at. And, like, sometimes girls are, like, do you even like me? Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, yeah, I like you. But, like, this is the nature of my business. And, like, I, I'm, like, I almost have, like, trauma where I'm, like, not trying to get canceled on some stupid yeah. shit. So it's, like, not even worth yeah. it. So yeah. that is a huge thing uh, about shit. our industry. So I got to be careful, you know, and I communicate yeah. very thoroughly and with mm. respect yeah. and openness. So yeah. and that's important. There we go. A lot yeah. of DJs have been canceled and it's mm. kind of like a known thing that mm. whether it's drugs or women. Um, yeah, they've been canceled. And we've actually, I mean, multiple times gone into instances where I've just felt like it's a little too much or whatever. And I kind of I feel like I keep him in check in a way. <laughs> Definitely. Thank God for her. Well, I grew up with three sisters, so that helped me deal with this whole thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you get that soft touch. Yeah. yeah. But right. it's definitely been uh, like at times it's tough because um, I mean, the kind of environment we're in, like all these women are on drugs, like yeah. coming at mm -hmm. us, not just him coming at me too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, we just got to watch ourselves because we're, sure. we're in this for the long haul and we want to, yeah. we're, we're doing this for the next 30 years there until I go. can't go like this yeah. no more. Yeah. Yeah. That's how long I'm doing a long this. time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. like you can go, and we also just want to transcend outside of dance music. No, yeah. I was going to ask that. And I also wanted to ask since you guys are a duo, what would you say each of your strengths are, like in the professional EDM world? You want to speak for me? I can. I think that I like to bring a framework for like the art to sit on. Like you could mm -hmm. say some sort of like vision of perspective, and then she she helps very much in like bringing that to life, and we come unified on that vision. 
And then she's just <laughs> so helping express. Like she's the voice. Like, you know what I'm saying? She's the tone. <laughs> um, so I write. <laughs> I write a lot. Is that, okay. is that, is that, is that I'm, okay. I'm a writer. I would say main writer. I write. That's like where, what I am first. And then I'm the singer on our project. And we both come together about like a lot of like the broad themes. Like um, right now we're working on an album called There's No Tomorrow. And... Um, we kind of like to pull in because we're Bonnie and Clyde. We like to pull in some old school inspiration from the old Bonnie and Clyde, yeah. but like we are who we are, like the new yeah. age, just kind of like pulling in from their name. Um, but when it comes to like a lot of our music, I tend to write just a little more emotionally about things, I guess, around relationships, but also uh, just like big life. Uh, things that have impacted me heavily and I bring it in and try to write in a way that works for both of us too and um but it's also know. like as we've as we've continued to ride this wave of emotion like tears in paradise was oriented around this like healing and sad and emotional and there's no album. tomorrow mm-hmm. is about so Wiz I got a question if there is no tomorrow what would you do today what I'm doing right now. Exactly. <laughs> so you're aligned. You're aligned. Love that answer. You know, and for you guys, if there was no tomorrow, what would you do today? I guess do what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. Really what about you, bro? <laughs> no day but today. Dude, perfect. <laughs> so the point is we're making the soundtrack for that day, whereas you're just living your best life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the energy of the album, and we're channeling the energy of that into every single song, which is making it more of a higher frequency, I would compare to the Tears in Paradise album, more energetic which I think is going to lead to an even higher energy of the crowds and the draw and yeah. everything. <laughs> when we first started making music together, we were making trap music, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know if you guys are familiar with trap music, but... Asking black people if they know what <laughs> trap <laughs> music <laughs> is. Maybe that is a super bad. Trap is different. I know. <laughs> 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 well, I feel like... Trap electronic trap yeah, music like is so different. That, but I do know what you mean. The word is derived from us. I agree. I fully agree with that. No word's gone, but we're right where it's <laughs> <should> going. <laughs> word originated. <laughs> I fully agree with that. Yeah. But trap, a trap EDM is uh, yeah, yeah. very much <laughs> inspired by hip hop. Yeah. Oh my god. But that's, I mean, that's when we came up, like you know, in Washington D.C. area. We were very much listening to hip hop, and like that's what turned Go-go us on to electronic music was trap music. You guys music. listen to Go Go? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but we. Wale. I, yeah. <laughs> Wale, yes. Since then, we've transitioned though from trap to more house because our music was always very uh, vocal centric, and uh, when we would be playing in these bass heavy rooms, it wasn't suitable for vocals. And mm. I mean, most of the places we would play, it's like people were like, is she singing? Like, what's happening? Yeah, the here? art of yeah. dance music is the production and the modulations in the sounds is a part of your sound. What yeah. we, we do is we bridge the gap between traditional pop music and dance music. So we have those like sounds that just resonate because of the sound design. But what we try to focus on and achieve with every single piece of art we make out is like, is this timeless, yes or no? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that it has higher shelf life. Yeah. And yeah. so that 10 years from now, we're, we're, we're banging that, you know, and everyone else. That's well, so and a, a lot of electronic DJs just don't have a vocalist in their group. Mm-hmm. And there really isn't. There's one other guy-girl duo in, like, the electronic dance scene, aside from us, that um, they'd kind of do what we're doing. And so uh, we moved away from trap because house music were able to 
be placed on a main stage and have even more vocal resignation and uh it's it's more palatable for the global market and as we get older too the general trend it seems for dance music consumers is that they prefer a slower tempo so like when you're 18 Mm -hmm. people prefer 150 or electronic trap music uh, or dubstep, which is in the same dubstep. Yeah. BPM. Yeah. It's the same movement. It's the crowd's moving like this. this. Yeah. yeah. The people moving like that. So as you get older, you can't move like this for as long time. So oh, then you go to Club Space exhausted. in Miami. You ever been to Club Space? Mm-mm. I haven't. Uh, that's that's a vibe. It's it's where the creatures go until not the creatures. The well, weekend's I'm so over. Old, I don't where even go to clubs anymore. Yeah. yeah, it's a whole different thing. <laughs> that's how yeah, yeah, I am. The thing is, like, there's a whole. I can't do none of that. There's a whole culture of music of people. Like I don't party. do it on stage. <laughs> I feel that. You're not hitting the Pittsburgh no more? Nah, no. He's <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> special, special occasions only. <laughs> so what are you getting not explained? Uh, no, I'm good. Uh, basically, there's just a culture of uh, music that exists around 122 BPM. Mm-hmm. 120 BPM where it's palatable for hours, meaning like people party for days on this music. Like techno, like people and can be yeah. just going all night. And there's a whole, it's just like a different thing, but all those people that tend to be in those spaces are like a little bit older. It's not the 18-year-olds, but it also yeah. has to do mm-hmm. with the price threshold, meaning the cost of the ticket to get in a place like this is at least $60, or you know someone. So, and then to get, if you know someone, they have a table, and those people are spending, spending $10,000 to yeah. even be in that space, and there's wow. 20 of those tables, and these places exist, and... It's just an interesting way that age and tempo of music have like an interaction of the preference as you get older. Yeah. We mm-hmm. slow down a little bit. Yeah. I would say though naturally our music kind of went more into house because like we just I write a lot. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, so it's interesting a huge thing about our project that I think is um, like big is like he focuses a lot on like the market. And like I'm like way more just like straight from like what do I feel today? I want to write yeah. about this. You seem more analytical. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. way yeah. more about like okay, what, Which is what's good. the scene? What's happening in the scene? Boy. We, we have the trend going. Break all that shit down. That is a really good balance. It's interesting. Like in the studio, I'd be like, I want to write about this today, and I and I don't care about the speed. And mm-hmm. he's like, No, we're at 120 today. The dance floor. The dance floor. Would you gotta make them dance? Would you say that's like your kind of like your secret sauce? Because I know obviously there are like a lot of artists and DJs in the dance scene, and it can be a bit hard to stand out because it's a similar tempos a lot of the time. So would you say that's like your secret sauce? Is kind of you know you're more of the creative, and I'm sure you're the creative too, but you're also very analytical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's I, great. I would say our secret sauce, not to like do my own horn, but is my voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Paige, dude. Yeah, there you go. I'm um, just a vehicle to her legendariness. That's Aww. beautiful. Well, when I was really young, I only saw myself as like a solo pop artist. Mm. And when I was like graduating and realized what Ableton was, and I realized I wasn't just given beats anymore and singing over them. Like I knew everything about production and it just changed the game for me. I was like, wow, like I can produce like that guy can produce. Yeah. And and it opened up a whole world of being able to tour that much more and make money faster in that way. And I have a lot of friends that are still fighting for the pop dream and it's just harder to break through for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, I still so outside of Bonnie and Clyde, I just started a new project that's just pop rock music nice. so that I can still like fulfill the other speeds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, early in our career, I swear, earlier in the career, we'd be in the studio yes. and she'd be trying to do rock music and I'm like, shut it down. Dance music. <laughs> yeah. Not the right BBL. Please. I still have to film my pop rock. I think it's interesting, um, the difference because in being artists, 
Um, in hip hop, we always gotta entertain the younger people. Like that's yeah. the thing. The younger audience is always what drives it forward. But what's really interesting about what you just said is knowing what happens when your audience gets older. Yeah. And I kind of just want you to speak a little bit more, both of y'all, about your experience of having to guide your audience through them being starting with you at one phase and then being older and entertaining them now. Well, I think, thankfully, the Bonnie and Clyde Sonic brand is consistent, meaning our sound is consistent because her voice is on every song. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we can make any genre, and it's still Bonnie and Clyde because we have her. And like the, the production nuances, mean, meaning the specific things that I do in production that only I do, you know? It's like a part of the sound. Mm -hmm. uh, and that together is what you hear. That's the brand. Yeah. And then solid. Yeah. I would feel like it's like a band that has a lead vocalist and... They started, you know, making faster music, and then they led to it led into making slower music. But the same sound is still there. And also, the barriers the to entry at 150 in bass music are lower, meaning like it's much easier to like cultivate a fan base in that space yeah. quicker compared to other genres of music. So it's it's like we're almost been like hopping around, like finding our place through our career, like figuring out what we really were. Because when we we're 20, we didn't really know what we're doing with this. Yeah. We're just like this is an idea we believe, and now we're like. We know what this is. We know. There's no tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> What's Damn. your favorite festival to play at? So uh, there's a company, I don't know if you've ever heard of Insomniac Events. Yeah. yeah. They throw just some of the best festivals. Yeah. And I would have to say uh, we played this festival in, called EDC Japan. Yeah. Ooh, and that sounds I Ooh, never, wow. ever would have yeah. thought that EDC Japan in Tokyo would be on a beach. It was on a beach, like on the water. That and so man, they don't have access to drugs like Americans do. Oh. So they're no. just drunk. High off and, and oh, okay. <laughs> drunk and cigarettes. Waste, yeah. <laughs> and oh, and let me tell you, like compared to the Molly monsters we get out in America where they're just like out of their mind on Molly, they're it's like they're just puking everywhere. <laughs> oh my goodness. On alcohol. And uh, that was just an amazing experience for me because I never got to <laughs> I never got to witness like another um, experience. From the <laughs> so cool. She's talking about how it's interesting to study like every culture and how they interact with various substances yeah. depending yeah. on where you yeah. are in the world and how that affects the crowd behavior yeah. Yeah. and the mm -hmm. music you play. Yeah. To try to relate to them because like I'm like trying to shape it so I'm still doing me but also like I want it to hit as hard as I can for them yeah. at the same mm -hmm. time. As a DJ yeah. do you find like, do you have a set set or do you kind of feeling the crowd out? And if they're not feeling it, do you switch it up? It depends on the show okay. because at some really, really big shows where we want to time everything with our visuals right. and have like a proper, Bless Bless you. um, yeah, it depends on the show. Cause the really big shows we tend to plan a little bit more. It goes with our visuals and everything, but we play a lot of clubs and like, yeah. we love just going back and forth, open format, just DJ really fulfills the yeah. like, DJ mm -hmm. part of us. That's so fun. Yeah. We tried. One yeah, we did. <laughs> we uh, took DJ lessons and all that. <laughs> we never got, got anywhere. I do find a lot of like, a lot of um, older, like, Actors are getting into DJing, mm. like Idris oh, yeah. and Shaq. Yeah, what do you guys yeah. think about yeah. celebrity and influencer DJs? Yeah. How, how do y'all feel about that? I think <laughs> they're tapping into a different market, and we're focused on consumers that want to consume art that comes from a place of 
just real motion, not that their stuff doesn't come, because some of them actually that people would c consider influencers are producing and creating their own music, yeah. but there's yeah. some that aren't, and that's okay, because that's just a vehicle for them to, like, generate revenue, and I'm happy for them. Mm -hmm. But it's just, yeah. like, the people that show up for us are there for our art, yeah. and they're there it's for whatever for reason they're there for those yeah. people. I, it could be their art, it could be their attractive. Yeah. Yeah. doesn't matter, they're there. That's why they're there. Yeah, I, I think there's a big difference mm -hmm. between uh, being like a DJ versus like an artist that DJs. Yeah. yeah. Um, because, I mean, I know a lot of open format DJs. They work every weekend at like all kinds of places. I mean, obviously there are celebrities too that just love DJing. And yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if they make music and they DJ their music, then I would consider them more of an artist that DJs. But um, yeah. <laughs> Don't you DJ Cam? What's your DJ name? Daddy Cap. Daddy Cap. <laughs> wow. You ever DJ? Yeah, I was DJ for like three or four years. It really? You were on Clubhouse DJ. Uh, yeah. Wait, I want to hear more about that. Yeah, I did a lot. It was fun. I definitely want to hear about that. I mean, my shit was, uh, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> what did you DJ uh, on? Um, just Serato, just regular yeah. shit. That's and then, what's up. Yeah. No, it was it was fun. It was a good time. <laughs> um, but <laughs> that was Daddy just. Cap. It was a phase. Uh, you wouldn't do yo. it. You wouldn't keep going. Yeah, I would. It's just oh, okay. the thing about that is, I was really, really into the music at the time. Mm. So my whole thing was just breaking new music and like giving artists a platform that weren't getting a platform at that time. Yeah. And it was mainly all the SoundCloud kids and like mm. shit that I fucked with. And I would play it and mix it and do all types of things. And in turn you know, people would get an ear to it and be like, oh, this shit is, start to take it serious. And that's just what music is. Like you said, it's a vehicle. Mm -hmm. And so that's what DJing for me was at the time. And I was going through like a little management thing to where I wasn't really performing under my stage name. So I still was, you know, making money and, yeah, and, doing, and doing things. Yeah. I'm a hustler, you man. You got to go yeah. get it. I'm a motherfucking hustler. <laughs> that shit so, <laughs> someone's getting away the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. Oh, I give you, you know, an what I'm spinning. And then in between, I might jump up on that motherfucker and do three of my songs. <laughs> Cheat code. Yeah, real quick. And then they, get, they get back there and get back That's to it. That's a fun balance. That's yeah, right. <laughs> balance. Yeah. 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 It's a show, like yeah. you said. You know what I mean? Yeah. People are there to see whatever Give show the that they're what there they to want. see. Yeah. And that was fun. It was a good what, time. Um, what gets you excited now besides, I would assume, family gets you hyped up, like yeah. your kids and the people around you. But besides that, like what, what gets Wiz like, stoked and like out of bed in the morning? Uh, working out. Mm, I love exercising. And... Um, I love doing, I love making music. I write music every day. Yeah. And just the business side of it, um, I found out just through years that I'm more than just a musician, that I like marketing and I like this and I like management and I like production and I like, um, you know, I, lo I love all aspects of it. So the project is never done to me. There's something, there's always a visual to be thought about. There's always an outfit to be picked out. There's always a motherfucking beat to be made. So that's what gets me, keeps me going. Yeah, like, it's that. always something to be Wiz done. the creator. Mouth for real. Yeah. 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 Page the creator. Jack the creator. Yeah. yeah. That shit. <laughs> that's a vibe. Yeah. The fact that, like, I'm just, like, my hat's off to, you know, you two for, like, the path, all the shit that y'all been through, like, together <laughs> to actually get to this point. You know what I mean? Because... Even when I think about just for a female, just dealing with seeing that guy you 
You know what I mean? Because mostly yeah. when you have feelings for a nigga and you ain't got to deal with him, you don't normally see him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. you got to see this motherfucker <laughs> on Daily. a day, oh, yeah. in action type in shit. Face. You know what I mean? So over? it's like, this could have went, like, like you know what I mean? It could have went left, but the fact that y'all like, you know, stayed the course and, you know what I mean, stuck to y'all shit. Is it hard writing music and singing it and performing it about the situation? So at times, I think right when we broke up, it was, but my number one love in life is music. So no matter what, I've only ever like, um, and like, who's to say I'm, I'm single right now, like mingling, but like, and if I fall DMs in love with someone, if I, if I fall in love with someone though, that like changes my mind in that way, but music is just number one for me. So when I'm performing, I'm also like a performer, like a little bit of an actress. So like, I put on a show and okay. I oh, musical okay. theater kid. Huh? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> I was in drama. Yeah. Um, y'all ever, gonna, <laughs> y'all ever gonna cross the line again? Huh? Y'all ever gonna cross the line again? No, no. Like, that's <laughs> I, I would say probably not. If yeah. I was a, if I was a betting man, I'd put everything <laughs> on it. I'd say <laughs> probably not. I would say if I if I went for it, you definitely would. You said you would buy that shit, huh? What you think? Mister, leave the door open. You would be all about it. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. He said, I ain't never left. Did you guys have to like take a break from each other before, or you just was like, Nah, it was like it was like three months, like where it was like, yo, let's chill, oscillating relative to a deal, so like there was enough so that we could sustain life for a period of time where it made sense. Okay, that makes sense. I was like, were you like you broke up the next day? That's torturous. No, no, but. Kind of, because once we started getting back in the studio, it was still soon. Right, soon. there was nine months of fighting where like we made music. That's an EP called Tension that might come out later in life. Drop it! Yeah. Wow. That, like I don't want to put it out because it, I don't so like good. it. Oh, do you not really? like the music? What? You don't like because it reminds me of the feeling. Of, okay, I don't want don't people like to feel era. like that. It's how real, I felt. Because that's but what it makes me feel like. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like I love. So that's Bro, another difference. You need difference. to put that shit out. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. That's another difference. No. No. So we got peer pressure. I, Something I love, about I love music, right? And the storyline and the whole mm -hmm. thing, how this worked out. Now, if y'all didn't, this thing didn't work out, and y'all not here today, then fuck it, we never putting that out. But uh, there hey. is a story, and there's the things that a hundred thousand likes on this pod, and we'll put it out. <laughs> There uh, we go. Y'all Listen. Something I will say about us, though, that, uh, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but he <laughs> will only want to push positivity through music. And for mm. me, like, I'm right now started this pop rock project under a name called Jimmy Page because I'm a huge Led Zeppelin fan. Wow. And my project's called Boy Crazy, and most of these songs are about, like, how, like, messed up it was going through these different m male relationship scenarios and, mm. like, he is not about it most of the time because he's like, I don't like how you're projecting negativity. But for <laughs> me, like, to get to that, like, to get to the strength that I've gotten to, I had to go through all of this stuff. Yeah, that I want people it's to feel. Right. Like, my, I'm like, yeah, people need to person. feel in my love. It's not negativity. Yeah. It's like, in the creation process. Yeah. We yeah. can be yes. right here. Exactly. I'm not the out. only one going through this. You don't exactly. Have to, you don't have to, like, continue to explain it. You don't have to. It's not. I feel like it's just, it's out there for motherfuckers to be like, okay, this is what happened. Blah 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 blah. It's not what's going on now. We're in a better place. Da, da, da. Oh shit. You know what I mean? But it's like if you just keep it, it's like you made it and you're not trying to put it out. It's like that's a I feel like Yeah, but what if we wait like five years and then long. put it out? That's too long. That's too long. That's too long, man. If it's already done, 
you should be honestly yeah. preparing to like a little quick little. What do you think, bro? You put out a bunch of projects. What do you do with something like that? I don't disagree that there's always going to be a time to put it out. You don't have mm -hmm. to rush it. It exists. That's 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 the real answer. It, it exists. It'll be there. You'll know the time. Y'all might go through some shit again. Leak Motherfucking, this is the real tension <laughs> right here. You know what I mean? Like, it ain't tension right now. And, uh, How's it feel? Do you guys feel tension between no. us? No. Oh. I just feel like if it were up to you, you I feel like you guys are focused. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I feel yes. like she's yes. on a mission. Mm -hmm. She's on yes. a yeah. motherfucking mission. She's not getting distracted. Facts. And you Love clearly <laughs> have a really, really clear uh, a, a, a map of how you want to do things. You know what I mean? So Daniel looked like he opened to a detour. <laughs> What's that mean? I'm ready for whatever. I think I think I think you have that focus, but I also think that if we came into a fork in the road, we might be going zigzag. She's on his map. Paige is on the map. What page are we talking about? She's a huge part of that map. She's the she is the page. I am the map. She's the page of the map. I appreciate you saying that though because. I do appreciate you saying that though because now more than ever in my life like I just turned 30 and I feel like I know myself and where I'm yeah. going more than ever it shows mm. thank you I love yeah. that. Um, and like this Jimmy Page project that I have that's just myself has allowed me to be a better artist within our project because mm -hmm. I am able to express who I am independently through music now. And he's ready I'm, I'm happy. I'm in the, I was in the middle of her rock show at the Winston House. Have you ever been there? And I'm just like... He was singing all my Yes. Because I'm like, it's so cool. Like, it's so cool to see from the other perspective because she's always here, so it's nice to see from there. Drugs are crazy, bro. Like, really I never did drugs, but anybody that I've ever known who done drugs was like... Visionary. It works, yo. Like it does work. So that's crazy, bro. But it's also like not about it's about <laughs> oscillating with the relationship with it. So you let's like throttling on and throttling off yeah. of whatever mm -hmm. substance, being able to control it. Because I can control it all. Being able to control So like in knowing that point where it's like when is too long too long and understanding for the next time that threshold is too long where I'm coming to the to the end of a state right now. Like yeah. on the on the downside mm -hmm. of a relationship you could yeah, say a downside of an balance. oscillation with my relationship mm. yeah um and like and but i'm choosing to go down on my oscillation let's call it like that because towards zero because i felt that it was negatively impacting like these perspective mm -hmm. perspectives or things that she's projecting right now right mm -hmm. so like i'm aware and like we talk and we communicate and it's just about yeah. being in it together no matter what we're going through like no matter what she was going through like there's been harder shit than just spending a month on benzos or whatever i'm talking about like she's been with me when i had like a miscarriage she's been with me when i've been heartbreak mm -hmm. and i'm like in the studio like bummed about some girl that i don't even care about for a month and she's still there for me that's the point so yeah. like i feel like bonnie and Clyde is a representation of two people that are just bonnie here bonnie. for each other no matter what and we're just yeah. like we're gonna call each other on our bullshit we're like keeping yeah. each other in check as mm. we just ascend into wherever we're going that sounds I, like real love like yeah. yes. i love her so much yeah, that sounds like that sounds yeah. like you guys are like really down for each other and 
That's real love right there, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, if y'all don't do one Sometimes thing. Sometimes love ain't always fucking, you know? Yeah, it's giving me a Sometimes love. Friendship love. Always love. Always fucking. Nah. Bunny pug. We definitely, definitely appreciate the honesty, you know what I mean? The being comfortable, you know what I mean? Enough to talk about that. We're going to end it with a game that we play around here. It's called Lyrically Court. Uh, correct. Yeah. I think, Shar, did you pick something earlier or no? I did. I think we all picked one. I got it in my pocket. I got one. What? I got two. I didn't pick one yet. Oh, I did it. I thought you said I did it. No, you didn't. I did what? What I do? Yo, so did we Did we have the sexy time on this podcast or what? The sexy time did not happen this time. We got We got deep. so deep. We got real deep. But I think we needed that too. We needed some Yeah, because this shit's going to hit 100,000 likes, right? And then we're going to drop tension. And then we're going to drop tension. And then tension's going to drop. It's going to be great. That's the rollout right there. We pushing positivity over. Over here. You feel me? Yeah. I feel it. that. <laughs> Pee for we push you. I love that. Don't look at my car. I didn't. Just in case I don't fuck I also, I that. just have like a couple Thank questions. Yeah, yeah. Ask us yeah. questions. Uh, this is open dialogue. Oh, sorry, bro. Oh, we were supposed to grab two? Oh, well, no, only if you didn't like the other one. Oh, um, we, we know that we like our Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I am is curious. Is on there? Huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, because you don't say the answer, though. Okay, we have to say the answer. The answer yeah. Oh, good. yeah. Two out of the two. I'm high, so I just <laughs> can't. The answer well, Out of the two, you'll pick the, the one that's you like, like the best. All right, all right. You know what I'm saying? All and right. we'll go around. And these are all hip-hop songs? I think so. It's, yeah, lyrically, it's 90s, so it's going to be like... How y'all's hip-hop trivia? You know, it's going to be... It's <laughs> I, like, I, I hope I'm good. I feel like some feel of like these I'm, are like... It's like our best hip-hop. It's anybody, a combo. Anybody I mean, who knows the answer can yell it out. Yeah, once they read it, like if Shaw reads... Something, something, something. Yeah. You know it. You can just yell it out, and then and you can sing uh, it out. John is gonna rehearse, and then Landon and you, then it'll come All down right. the line. All right. So Go ahead, is Char. it my turn? Yes, you're first. Okay. What should she do after she backs it up then stops? Drop. Back it up. Drop it like it's hot. Yeah, That's the juvenile, right? I was halfway there. According to Alicia Keys, some people live for the fortune, fame, power, and what else? Some people live for the fortune and the interest from money. For the power. Some people live I just know the made the melody. I don't know where. All right, no, that damn, my bad, Alicia. No, I look. I'm leaving. <laughs> don't be looking at my show. Look at. <laughs> he got glasses. Where did Bobby Valentino see her walking? Ooh, that's a fucking great one. Stop walking. That's not helpful. Okay, slow down. down. Yes, With the with the with the Donnell Jones playing. Yeah, that was one of the cards. <laughs> alright. Okay, alright, cool. Let me see if y'all know this. What did Fantasia scribble in her notebook? X's and O's. Oh, 
<laughs> I, got a, I got a pretty good one. <laughs> Destiny's Child didn't think you were ready for what? This jelly. Let's go. Everybody ready for this jelly. Question everybody in here was like, y'all don't know. Like, what? Are y'all actually even ready for this jelly? What you got for us? I think it's 8130 Who? Mike Jones. You threw Mike that one Donald. up in the air. I had to come through. <laughs> 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 yeah, it. Right, here we go. Right, that was a good oop, though. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> and baby, Ashanti says Ooh. his kisses make her lips quiver when he touches her. What her? What happens? Touches her hips. <laughs> oh no, no, worse the baby. Thighs. Touches her. Yes. Maybe give us a little song note. It's a, I mean, it just says, Ashanti says, his kisses make my lips quiver. Oh, fuck. And Do you know Oh, his kisses make my lips quiver. The oh shit, I was just about to say And when you touched me, my whole body oh, shit, I was just about to say Okay, like, do your second one. Yeah, we do another one. Right. Right. This one was, I didn't really get this one. Damn, fuck. Maybe y'all do, because y'all ladies. This might be some good one for late. Beyonce's happiest moments weren't complete if what? Her man wasn't there. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, he wasn't by her side. Mm. Is the answer. Oh, wow. That's close enough. Oh, what song one thing is I know that? about Beyonce. Yeah. I don't know what what song is that? Yeah, what is that? No, I just know she stand by her man. Oh, that's really good. That's really good. That's a good guess. If, it, if it's anything about Beyonce, she, she gonna, gonna, she gonna stand by her man. She gonna stand behind. I do have one more question. Oh, yes. Yeah, she's not done. She's not done. I want to know who currently is your biggest musical inspiration. Damn, that's a good question. That's a good question. I think I'm just inspired. Uh, I've always been just inspired by what currently is going on. Yeah. I, I love what people enjoy and just trying to not necessarily match that energy, okay. but do what I think is cool. And what I found out about myself, um, not just through experimenting through music, but just from other people's experiences with me, is like my music is a blend of everything. It's like a it's a fusion of of rap with pop, with dance, with old school. And I've had great moments like Christian Orange Juice is a really great moment for a lot of people. But those are just chapters, and and to one person's story, that is the main chapter, and then another person's story is another song or whatever. So my job is to just keep creating moments. Yeah. And the way that I do that is to just tap into whatever's going on right now. So if an Ice Spice song come out, I'm watching the video. If Sexy Red drop a video, Sexy I'm watching the video. If NBA <laughs> Young Boy put out a freestyle, I'm watching it. If, you, if Lil Yachty does a podcast, I'm watch, I stay inspired by what's going on. It, mm. When I was in middle school, high school, it was Diplomats. It was, you know, G-Unit and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Luckily, through my 20s, that was my era. That was my time where it was like I was in the forefront. Yeah. But music happens in waves. Mm -hmm. So being that I'm, you know, 36, I'm close to 40 years old, 
this is that part of my career. So I'm still figuring that out the same way I was figuring it out in my in my younger age. Yeah. But getting up and going to the studio, writing every day, trying trying different sounds, working with different producers, working with different writers, um, and just seeing shit in a totally different way, and 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 just trying to add to what is already happening. That's that's what I fuck with. The most. I love that. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, because it could get crazy because one day I might want to listen to an old Jada Kiss album and then another day I might want to put on all new shit and just hear some shit that I never ever heard before yeah. and discover music again because that's like a great feeling that you don't want to lose. I guess I have another question then and so if you're gonna sit and smoke weed is there is there an artist that comes to mind where you're like I gotta put this person on while I'm smoking weed right now or is, are you just I listening to Oh, you saying who I listen to when I smoke like, weed? Like, yeah, if you're going to smoke weed and you're mm. like, I got to listen to that. It's a good question. Weed Wonderful question. <laughs> My stoner playlist, I, yo, I'm not I even going to lie. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie, bro. I listen to jazz now. Yo, that's what's up. I love that. He says, he says he big, big jazz fan. <laughs> listens to jazz. She's doing it in her heart. Big jazz fan. I swear to God, I, I listen to jazz now. I love that. That's my stoner shit right now. That is awesome. Sick. What IBM is that? BPM? BPM. Beats per minute. And it correlates with how your heart rate. No, no, no. I know what it is. I was saying with the, for jazz, like the common BPM. Varies, yeah. yeah, varies. You think? Mm -hmm. Did you go to yeah. school for that, or did you? That's just something that. That's part uh, of your, it's just a part of creating <laughs> experiences. Oh, where you BPM can measure BPM just from like. Yeah, just feel. Uh, just feel the music. So that's why he's do like so a basic jazz tempo like and then tell me what that would be. Yeah. Oh my god, I can see the working. So it's like I don't know, 80, 70, 70. So then it could be one, one. If 40 or something mm -hmm. or 150, yeah, yeah, anywhere between. Yeah, yeah. If it helps you to kind of figure that out. In 78 and 92 BPM. When you think about uh, like twerk music, yeah. like that's 100. Yeah. So you can kind of go base. based off of that. That's like, like Ty Dollar <laughs> Sign, like Cali music is yeah. like at 100. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like and West Coast, like, it's in between 90 yeah. and 100. And most of, like, the dance music, like, is 128, that like, main stage stuff, because you're hearing up booms, booms. I only yeah. know about BPM because when we were trying to learn how to DJ, mm. like, you have to, that's how you transition to the next song. It's kind of yeah, match that same BPM. Uh, you were talking about fitness before. I'm thinking about getting into some combat sports, and I'm, like, trying to figure out which one's going to lead to the least amount of injury. I saw that. You were at least doing Muay Thai at one time. Mm -hmm. Would you recommend that one or potentially a different one if I'm not trying to get injured? If you're not trying to get injured, what aren't you trying to injure? My <laughs> nose. I don't want to break my nose. You don't want to break your nose. Yeah. I don't want to break anything because sitting on planes every weekend with broken anything sucks. Right. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> with Muay Thai, you, you're probably not going to break your nose until somebody decides to hit you. So as, as long as you don't, if you're just as long as you hit pads and you don't spar, you'll be good. But I'm gonna want to fight. Well, that's a, gonna <laughs> you put your nose on the line. So jujitsu is more like grappling, grappling, less striking, less striking. But you're you're like you're fucking you you you're rubbing up against some some shit. So you know, sport. I, I made a motherfucker's nose bleed and wasn't even trying, and I did that shit. 
quicker in jujitsu than I did in, in Muay Thai. So like basketball? I like that. Tennis. What? I love tennis. We love tennis too. This nigga says, so wait, basketball? Non-contact It can be in Venice. Venice, you ever go down there and play, bro? It can be. I live right down there. Are they throw hands in, in hoops I, over there? They, I've seen it. You I've been in games, yeah. and I've had the game. I've had to stop, and they did it, and then they dab up and keep playing. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're wild on me. Yeah, but yeah. you don't fight. What is, what's well, your well, <laughs> well, the, Even in basketball, you see the, the best. You ever see them with the full. But you can, like, play to, like, not get hit in the face by positioning your body, where in combat sports, they're literally aiming for your face. You know? I want you to get your hands right, though, man. I want you to be, you know what Teach I mean? Teach me, bro. Danger, <laughs> dangerous Daniel out this motherfucker, <laughs> bro. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the new personal project. Yeah, that's your side project. Daniel. You said you love working out, though. What is your favorite way to work out? Like, if you choose? I do everything. I lift weights five days a week, and I nice. do. Um, I've been doing Muay Thai and and Jujitsu for. Well, Jujitsu is newer, but I've been doing Muay Thai for almost six years now. And you kind of yeah, lose track of that shit when that. when yeah. it becomes a lifestyle and and you're really what into about it. diet? I eat whatever I want. I got quick metabolism, oh. man. So hey, yeah, amen. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty nice. Yeah. Man, I be yeah, trying to gain weight. I be trying to bulk. So during certain months months, I'll bulk. I'll eat just hell. I'll eat every two hours. What's the most months. or least that you've weighed in the last like two years? The most I've weighed is 180 pounds. Okay. And I started when I started. I was a buck forty. That's where you like. That's like. Dana be asking those wild yeah. questions. That's gains. That's gains. That's forty pounds. That's yeah. big. Yeah, yeah that's 40 a lot. That's big gains. Yeah, it's harder yeah. to gain weight, I think. Yeah, and yeah. you're tall too. So yeah. 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 That's so awesome. Get on the fitness journey, man. You'll love it. I feel It'll that. help you out. It'll get a lot of that, that mind stuff that you already have going on. You'll do that same shit while you're working out. Mm-hmm. Promise you, yo. I do be working out, but I want to do something that's more competitive that's not basketball because, like, I don't know, I feel like fighting is more dynamic, and I think it's more technical and can be more strategic than basketball. It's that's why challenge. I'm interested. It's a wall to break through. Pickleball is big now. <laughs> Yo, pickleball is cracking. Pickleball is yeah. big now. Like, is I didn't big. know sports, like, trend like that, but... People out here buying pickleball teams. It's, yeah. yeah. Sure, we need to get up in there. Just, We've been playing pickleball. Yeah, <laughs> like, y'all need, you pickleball y'all need to actually way. play or get a team? Well, we are tennis players, but then we can play pickleball. We can play any racket sport. We could get a little team. You can play one and play along. I would Facts. say I'm better at pickleball. It's easier. It's definitely easier. So you said you're not into clubs, but if we were to ever invite you to a club, would you be interested? Yeah, I'll rage. Yeah. I don't drink yeah. anymore. I stopped, I stopped drinking um, a year ago, and I love it, but... It's just been a disconnect with being in those environments mm-hmm. Where it's like because I would literally have to drink to enjoy myself. I feel mm-hmm. that. So I don't enjoy myself at all. It's yeah. depressing. It numbs you. It's yeah. what? Alcohol. alcohol. Nah, alcohol is awesome. <laughs> no, no, it is awesome. But I'm saying by nature, that's what it is. I it's a, it's, it's a depressing. It's a downer. It's yeah. a downer. No, like I wasn't. The, I, I don't think that. Well, tequila technically isn't, but the other ones, I, I don't think. think it, I don't, it, was, it didn't have anything to do with that. I, yeah, was, I, I love being fucking drunk and raging. Same, bro. <laughs> I just seen a different version of myself at this age. Hmm. Like In my 20s, I see myself as a party animal, drink out the bottle, Fall asleep with my outfit on. Wake up, <laughs> Good time. Get it cracking. I don't yeah. see myself like that yeah. at 36 to 40 years old to 50. I don't yeah. see myself doing that. Yeah. So I, it was easy to cut out because I, I just oh. don't see that version of myself no more. 
<laughs> feel that, bro. I can't relate yeah, any more than you said it. I couldn't say it any better than you said it. Yeah, that shit is easy. But the clubs and shit. It's like the purpose of going to the club, standing Popping around bottles. random yeah, that, people. That's the culture. Yeah, I don't that. have no business there. I'm not there to meet no motives. Yeah. True. When I was there to meet girls and shit, and you know, go home with a random or six, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. that was cool. That was the vibe. Crazy. <laughs> that's just not my vibe. You know crazy, what I mean? Dude. I'm not trying to meet no no new people like that. And if I do meet a chick, it's not to take her down or nothing like that. You know what I mean? So my vibe is different. But if y'all had a party, I would definitely pull up, do some shrooms. Hey, hear some yeah. music, grab the mic, That's freestyle. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do all that shit. I'm a party animal and I still have fun sober. Oh, yeah. I feel that because I, like, nowadays when we have shows, I, like, keep it sober. And I, like, when I'm done performing, I mean, I'm there to do my job. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm done, I like go like to just go back to my hotel room and go to sleep. I've been in the world yeah. where I go there sober now. I'm like, oh, I actually get to remember it now. Yeah, a whole new take on life. The DJ, the DJ space for us has been at least for me two hours before no weed because I want to give them the clearest version of me. Nice, and then. I, I won't drink until like we're on stage, but now I don't even drink because I don't even like alcohol right now. It's it doesn't feel like it's for okay. me. It doesn't draw me. So I say, for me, I'm good. But if I was to drink, it would be just tequila from the bottle, only from the bottle. Oh I like when cocktails. I, do. I don't. I can't do straight liquor. Yeah. At all. <laughs> Margarita girl. Margaritas. Yeah. <coughs> or are you like over that stage? Like no, I just never, never. was. Cause I didn't start drinking until I got to college. Like I wasn't like a high school drinker or mm. nothing. Like everything that I did was in college. Yeah. So I had like my phase my first semester. I was drinking a lot, and after that, I was just like, I just can't do straight from the bottle. Like, it's disgusting to me. But <laughs> a cocktail, like a, like a little Love margarita a or Paloma is nice. Char <laughs> also went to the hospital and got her stomach pumped. <laughs> she did. I did that. From, cock- <laughs> from cocktails? From, oh, no, from being shot out the bottle. From, from, from that jack. From my freshman year of college, yes. Like, that's why I can't drink it. That Captain Morgan. We're forgetting some key, key moments it's here. It's like a... Ter- like, I, I can... Like people are like take a shot. Like it just takes trigger. Like, I, just, trigger. I physically cannot take a shot. Like I went on tour it. sober. I love. I did a whole tour. No drinking. No none of that. How old were you? This was last year. Nice, yeah, amazing. No, you nice. did that. I hell was yeah. a witness. That's no what's sky. up. Yeah, hell yeah. Definitely. Is it is it difficult that. for y'all to perform and be sober? Nah. Yeah. I, lo- I love I, we it. Did it. I did it for a year, and I think that showed me that I can just enjoy the energy of the crowd, and that can give me the the dopamine that any way more than any drug could. Like I just get to feel the feel the raw energy of the crowd. How is it being sober? Um, yeah. Easier, I think, hey. because I'm easier. not numb. I just can communicate directly and respectfully, and it either resonates with them or it doesn't, or I resonate with them and it, or it doesn't. Mm. And I just move. I think girls make better decisions when they're sober. One hundred percent. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I can all agree on that. But I bet um, if you post it on your page, they're gonna be like, "Well, mm-hmm. what?" <laughs> I'll talk about my page. You waited all this time to bring it back around like that. Your fans were attacking. You gotta speak. I your love truth. your page. I love your I page. Love your page. <laughs> Don't go at it with, with then I'll stick up for you. I got you next time. Thank you. Wait, She's but like, what about this page? Did you know that lady deleted her comment off of your page? <laughs> <laughs> 
too much. I can't believe this they is act- happening. They actually didn't even start responding yet. I just, I foresaw what was going to happen, and I said, I can't. I was like, too weak. crazy, Elena. Nah, just stand up for yourself, yo. They'll right. respect sure. it. They'll be like, you know what? We shouldn't have. We shouldn't have. We shouldn't have to you. Not over trash. We're talking about men should take the trash out. That's a man's job. Oh, I agree. Yes. But that was last episode. That's gone. We can't rehash this. We can't rehash this. With the hand this. up. With the hand. She, she, she was waiting. She was waiting. She was going to tell your page I said that. For the record, AD also agreed with us. AD did agree with us. We've asked every guy. Bro, we're not going to do this. Your mother agreed with us. Your own mother agreed. You know how when you win a basketball game and they're still shooting? They did not win the game. That's what's happening right now. They're still shooting on them. Shoes and jumpers. You're making these shots, but the game's over, though. The game's over, but I'm just, I was making a basketball analogy to him that there's still shots being put up on the court after the game is over. There are still being shots. To be fair, the whole trash thing. I feel like most of the time, women do a lot of the cooking and the cleaning yeah. and so when it comes to the trash that's like the least i feel like it can be done. Like, yeah. take the trash out yeah, yeah whatever. but do they have to no but is it nice yeah yeah i feel that too <laughs> i just i'm always i'm sticking to my it's situational you know there's sometimes where i'm not going to be setting you up to take the garbage out you know what i mean mm-hmm. but there's going to be times where it's like I may be at work all my fucking day and mm-hmm. the garbage need taken out. You shouldn't really wait for me to get home to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and this is this is why we're in overtime. Cut the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> I yo, yo, that was good. All right. All right. I like that. That the whole like spiteful like I'm gonna wait here so that he takes it out like we're going to end on that I definitely appreciate you guys pulling up interviewing with us sitting down maybe not the interview just kind of like chopping up getting you guys opinions on you know your story on how you guys work and to our viewers, you know what I mean? Because I was, you know what I mean? As of today, like, I'm hip to you guys. So it's mm-hmm. just like I'm a fan now, you know what I mean, from Thank here you. on out. So yep. whatever you guys got next, got uh, coming up, make sure you, you know, shout that out and let the people know, and then we'll slide on out of here. We, we have an album dropping uh, in March called There's No Tomorrow, and... I have a new project called Jimmy Page that's mm. pop rock music, and my song actually drops this Friday. Yay! It's Friday. It's called Rockabye, and yes, that's kind of what we got going up right now. Mm-hmm. And just to satisfy Young P, I gotta smoke with you. <laughs> oh, there we go. Hold on, how long has it been? Um, I've dabbled here and there, but like. Okay. Actually, no, like I've kind of messed up twice. All but right. other than that, it's been like three months. All right. Yeah. Let's get it. Celebratory so hit. There it is. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Like a real G. Sexy. Yeah. This is stoned and sexy for real. I walked in sexy. I'm yes. leaving stoned. Yes. Oh. That's a bar. Ladies, we gotta take that yep. bar because she's yep. a writer. She said it. Yeah, that she was good. Well, she yeah. just wrote some shit. I got lines. It's giving theme song. With bars. It's giving royalty. <laughs> Do you guys have a wall where people sign? Yeah. No, but we, we need. You gotta have an area yeah. where people sign. We, we have a whiteboard. Don't worry. <laughs> 
The, all this like shit is going to come to life. We're just going to be a part two. We're going to have y'all back on yeah, here. Like I said, told our last guest, if there's anything you guys got coming, you know what I mean? You want to pull up and promote and talk about mm -hmm. and da 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 da, da we're always here, you know what I mean? Yep. Anytime. Definitely, Appreciate definitely you love Thank your you energy. Guys. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. It was great time. Thank you. We're going to sexy. That's it. Episode three, you know what I'm saying? We out. We out. See y'all next time. Peace.